I've known him since 2005, and he became an overnight sensation in the subsequent 17 or so years. I'm welcoming Grant Bachoco to Ditch Diggers, episode 8 in season 8. And ain't no wannabes here With some not so nice advice For your writing career To be clear No punches will be pulled But the punch may be spiked How they like before they get on the mic To my left we got the mighty Mer Lafferty And if I piss her off Believe me she'll come after me And her co-host Matt Evan Wallace On the right Yes she may be half as hype But she can take him in a fight So settle in folks Buckle in and boot up Time to meddle in a way To make your writer shut up It's hard work But the perk is that It's fun and exciting Facebook will still be there When you're done writing Ditch diggers And coming to you live, well, of course, from the uh, Ditch Diggers Manor's grand full uh, bathroom, it is the Ditch Diggers with Mer Lafferty and guest host Grant Bachoco, a.k.a. The Toilie. Grant, thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure, Mer. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Big fan of the show. I am subscribed <laughs> and I listen to it, so it's nice to be here. Thank you. That 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 means so much, especially because we... we don't talk as much anymore. We do send each other workout messages on our Apple Watches, but uh, that's that's a, most of our communication. But um, Grant is a super big, fancy TikTok star right now with his puppet, the Toily. Um, but I've known Grant for a very long time, and we're going to talk about uh, his career and how it's built and, and how in the world he made a... Uh, his his TikTok um, dynasty? Should we call it a dynasty? Let's call it yes. dynasty. Yes. Uh, as long as TikTok's around, it'll be my dynasty. Yes, your dynasty. Oh, we got a hype train starting. Thank you for the subscription, Meerkat. That's awesome. Thank you, everybody, for coming back here in uh, and for, after my month off. It was it was needed. Um, but yeah, the the. I am back and apparently streaming a lot. Um, I have completely forgotten how the format of Ditch Diggers goes, but it, I believe it's a lot looser than I should be writing. So um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna let the dog out and uh, just for a moment. And Grant, uh, tell us what you've been working on, and then I'll tell people what I've been working on. Well, uh, let's see. What have I been working on recently? Well, I do have a talking roll of toilet paper puppet um, that uh, became popular on social media. Um, uh, I started, this is a puppet that I've had for several years, but uh, I started on TikTok in 2019 and then less than a year later, he had a million followers and then the pandemic hit and toilet paper was all the rage at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, that's all everybody uh, we're talking about and uh, you know that's all everybody was talking about and um, so he just he just continued to climb through there and um, so I do weekly live streams with Toily. I do one on TikTok one on uh, Twitch here I do late night Saturday nights on Twitch and then Sunday mornings on YouTube so I try to cover all the streaming bases and um, yeah you know just just working and 
putting out funny vid videos that I hope are funny and trying to get something going with Toily bigger than just streaming. So it's like, oh, is Toily, does he have a sitcom? Does he have a, um, you know, is he a host of a talk show or is he a host for, I don't know, whatever, some streaming service or something. Anyway, that's that's kind of the end goal. Uh, but for right now, just having fun uh, doing live streams and creating content. Um, yeah, I'm going to ask you a little bit more how you you prepare for that. Um, being the improv person that you are, um, for me, I did. I finished the book. I finished uh, the second book in the Midsolar Murders series. Uh, beginning of June. It was it was like a week. It took a week after Memorial Day to finish it. The final day, I wrote ten thousand words. Um, that was a big day. My hands were very tired. And then I, uh, thank you, Grant. I was <laughs> and, clapping. And then I uh, took most, I took the rest of June off um, just because my brain was so fried. Uh, so I really have just been doing a lot of, of thinking about a summer project kind of thing, to toying with a couple of ideas. Um, and... Yeah, so now I'm back streaming. I'm awkward as hell, and at least I got the dog out. So because she was looking up at me and panting, and it's warm in here, and I just I couldn't deal with that. <laughs> just the constant panting of what you doing? No, I can't. Gonna shake that money in my monkey bank. Thank you, Scorn Shell. Gonna shake that money in my monkey bank. Oh, and the gift sub. Thank you. It's exciting. I never have hype trains. That's exciting. Um. Yeah, so it's gonna shake that money in my monkey bank. Oh, hey, voice of Kiki. Voice of Kiki is often found in uh, uh, Grant's stream, aren't you? Yes, vo vo voice of Kiki has been a longtime friend mm -hmm. and uh, of of many different. You and I were talking before many different iterations of things that I've done, um, and uh, so uh, yeah, voice of uh, Kiki is awesome. I've known Kiki for a long time. Yes, thank you for the sub, Kiki. It's good to see you. Um, gosh, I don't even know where to start with you, Grant. It's it's. I just think, oh, Grant, I, I, I know everything about him. I'll just bring him on and we'll chat. Now I'm like, where do I start? Do I start with Dr. Floyd? So you started in podcasting around the same time I did. You were 2000, early 2005, late 2004? Uh, late 2004. Okay. Yeah. I, I, one of the very first podcasts I listened to was Geek Fu Action Group. Uh -huh. Uh, after I, uh, it was your podcast and Dan Class's podcast. Mm -hmm. I think those were the two that I uh, connected with right away. Um, and uh, but yeah, back back in and I published the first episode of the Radio Adventures of Doctor Floyd to podcast because um, uh, we had been producing it in, starting in February of that year. But then once I read about podcasting, I was like, this is it. This is the this is the format for Dr. Floyd, uh, you know, or the medium for Dr. Floyd. Mm -hmm. uh, so I put out the first episode of Dr. Floyd on November 7th, 2004. Oh, wow. I don't think I I realized you'd beat me by a month. I'll, I'll, I'll get over that someday. Um, <laughs> Weren't you doing it before that, before November? No, I, you... I started early December. Hmm. I, okay. I... I started Geek Fu Action Group in early December, and I should be writing started in August of 2005. Um, 
So yeah, it's it, and and I remember watching. You know, you and I both writers because you're on Ditch Diggers. I know you're a writer, but uh, both of us starting having sort of different focuses in our fields. But I felt like we were both hitting and missing frequently along the same line. And it's been interesting to watch your career uh, go and change. But um, <laughs> I was talking to Grant about this earlier, and I'm still trying to figure out... I, I feel like this is an asshole question, and I'm still trying to figure out a way that it isn't framed to sound that way, but he's assured me that it's not. Um, everything that you've done... Every you've you've toured with Henson, you've uh, done the Dr. Floyd, you've won awards, and um, it has led to poop word of the day on TikTok having millions and millions of of views. And what is that like to build to that? Have have that be uh, your creative the spark? Well, um, as I said when we were talking about this before. Um... Uh, I've done a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of things uh, over, you know, um, uh, my friend Michael Rayner and I always like to joke that out here to make a living, you have to have a lot of different jobs uh, to equal one career. Yeah. Um, so I've done a lot of different things. And, um, you know, for when I was first starting out, I was like, I'm going to be a comedy musician like Weird Al. I'm going to that's what I'm going to do. And so I dedicated a lot of time to that. I toured colleges um, doing that. And. Um, yeah. And then, and then I fell in just by sheer happenstance. Uh, I had always, you know, and then we were doing the, the radio adventures of Dr. Floyd as well. And, um, uh, we wanted to create a sort of puppet element to that. And I had always been interested in puppets and always enjoyed puppets. Um, and then I was like, how do you build a puppet? And this was, uh, in the time where there weren't a million YouTube tutorials to, uh, find out how to build a puppet. So I sent away for a um, I sent away for a book on how to build puppets, and started building my own puppets. And then we started having a puppet element of that. And through that, I connected with somebody at Henson and was like, uh, I started doing the podcast at the Jim Henson Company. And then mm -hmm. they were like, Oh, you're a puppeteer too. You should be in this puppet up show that we do. And so I started getting my training there. And so it's kind of like this weird meandering way to go through things. Things kind of led from one to the other. It's like, if I didn't have the background of performing on stage, doing my songs of throwing toasters, I would not have been able to, uh, you know, uh, have the, the confidence to go up on stage and perform and puppet up, especially when I hadn't puppeteered at the Jim Henson company level. Um, you know, I was just starting out. So, um, you know, and now I see Toily. Toily is sort of this conglomeration of of all these different things. It's it, he does songs, so that's like the throwing toaster stuff. Uh, I do weekly shows, live streams. They're they're live. They're not pre-recorded, but weekly things. And that was kind of the podcasting mm -hmm. uh, stuff in there. How do how do you produce content every week? That's gotten in there. Um, and then when Vine was popular, I had a, a puppet dog on oh, Vine. Oh, right. I remember that. Uh, Uncle Interloper, uh, who, 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 you know, like in Vine world, he had like 14,000 followers. So like that was cool. And so I kind of learned about like, okay, here's how you kind of do these short videos and this stuff. And then, um, yeah, so, you know, it's, it is very, very, po I think I'm always going to stay with puppetry from now on. Um, uh, 
because it's so much fun and I really love doing it. And so who knows? I mean, I don't know what kind of shelf life Toily has. Like right now he's doing well and has a lot of followers, but it's possible that, you know, just like I still do Uncle Interloper stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, he's still here. It's not he's not gone away, but the focus is now Toily. And who knows, like in three years, the focus might be on something else, you know, and that's fine, too. But I. I certainly love exploring Toily for as much as I can <laughs> explore him. And, um, you know, I was putting out content and, uh, we, I mean, we can talk about strategies and stuff for doing content on, oh, yes, um, we will. <laughs> on, on social media and stuff. But, you know, um, I just try all these different things. And then I was like, oh, what if I did this, this poop word of the day thing where, it's just a different way to say you're taking a poop, uh, which people tell me all the time. It's not a poop word. It's a poop phrase. And I'm like, OK, OK, it's it's more than a word. Oh, my but, God. But <laughs> uh, it just I don't know. To me, it sounds catchier as poop word of the day yeah. as opposed to poop phrase of the day. Um, but anyway, uh, right now that's going um, right now. I have. Uh, as I, I told you, today was to, today was day 69 of doing poop word of the day um just about every day I, I took i did take one week off um but uh it's it, you know i i may run out of them you know uh it certainly doesn't seem like anytime soon that i'm gonna run out of them um uh, i have at least 200 of them and wow. um the fun thing now is also trying to come up with ways to kind of tweak it a little bit so i'm having these poop words of the day and then i thought Oh, what if I did special poop words of the day for holidays? So what would be the Father's Day poop words of the day to say? And this, that's an idea I got right before Father's Day. And so like yesterday I put out a 4th of July. What would be the 4th of July? You know, like if you're going to go take a poop on the 4th of July, how would you say that? It's like, oh, I'm going to go. Um, I'm trying to think of what they were. I filmed them a while ago. But, you know, I'm going to go fire the shot heard around the world. I'm going to go... Uh, <laughs> you know, set off some fireworks in the backyard, you know, like, how would you say that? And so like, even yesterday I was messaging with my editor. I was like, Hey, what we could do movies. So like Thor is coming out. So it's like, oh, how would Thor say he's going to go take a poop and just use like Thor references and Asgard or, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and they're really stupid. They're really lame, but kind of the, the, the cool thing is, all these people have messages where they're saying, like, I send these to my husband every single morning <laughs> or I send these to my nephew every single morning. And then someone commented, like, my dad sends me to these every morning. Could you please stop? Uh, <laughs> that's you, awesome. You know, and, and I think that's a lot of fun. And then um, especially on Instagram, because that's where they've really taken off. I mean, they do well on TikTok, but on Instagram, they've really taken off. But then it's all of a sudden I noticed. Oh, wait, Melissa Joan Hart liked one of these, like how and she follows Toily now. And like, you know, I certainly I I certainly know who she is and it's fantastic. But it's like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And like Michael Buble commented on one of them. I was like, oh, wow. oh this is so weird that, uh, you know, these people are finding it. And, you know, to, to put something out in the world and then you look like an hour later and it's like, oh, 25,000 people have seen this little piece of content that you've put out um it's crazy it really is crazy but it's a lot of fun so one thing that that's uh i've been impressed 
with, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised, but I'm impressed is that, you know, Toily is not just a scatological humor, one joke, um, character because I was watching your live stream on Saturday night and, you know, you, you, you're, it, he's a funny character and you play it on top of, well, is that just a, a, a public street cam you choose? Yeah, my Twitch, I still don't know what my, because as I said, I do I do these other live streams and I've done Twitch live streams for two years now. And I've done a YouTube live stream for two years now. So those I pretty much know what they are. And Twitch is a new medium. And I have a lot of friends who are here on Twitch who say like, you got to get on Twitch. You got to do Twitch. You got to do a Twitch live stream. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like, I mm -hmm. don't know what the, the thing of this is. And um I, 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 it's almost like an, like a sandbox almost. It's like, Oh, I can just experiment with what this late night. Cause it's late night. A, a lot of times mm -hmm. my streams I do in the mornings or in the early afternoons. So there's a lot of kids in there. And, uh, I see Toily as a, you know, like Toily drops the F bomb occasionally, mm -hmm. you know, he's an adult, he can do it. And, um, he, you know, he's, he's old enough to say, uh, potty words. Um, <laughs> And like, what is this late night show going to be? And um, yeah, so I just, I will usually pick a webcam that uh, usually one that it's almost like people watching with toilet, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because it's like, I make the whole background a live webcam from somewhere. Uh, I find that outside, there's a lot of bars that have, especially in Florida, have webcams <laughs> and those provide the most interesting uh, backgrounds. But um you know, I've done like uh, there was one live stream I did where it was uh, it's up where in Alaska somewhere and it's focused on bears fishing in a stream. You know, it's like a live cam of bears fishing in a stream. So, yeah. And then we just chat and and I've been doing this thing where Toily takes phone calls. He'll read a news story and then he'll ask he'll talk to somebody who has like a little bit more information about that news story. But it's always some crazy person who has a crazy outlook on whatever this thing is. And it's always, it's, you know, spoiler alert to anybody, a voice of Kiki who's watching. It's me doing the other voice. Uh, but that's one of the fun things you can do with puppetry is like the puppet can be on camera and you could talk with a different voice and it allows this, wait, there's another person there. And it's like, well, no, it's not another person there. It's, it's all just me. But is that, um, all, is that, are your phone calls improv? Do you plan those out? Yeah, they're all they're all in. I got to say, there is a radio personality named Phil Hendry who has been doing this for years, like just decades where he has these phone callers on and they're all him doing a voice. So okay. what I'm doing is not new and I'm not saying I'm uh, advancing it. I may. I Well, I don't even want to say that because I'm pro it's probably not. But it's like I'm one of the only people right now doing it with a puppet. Mm -hmm. uh, where it's a puppet take. So I'm adding that element where it's, it's visual and it's a puppet. Um, and yeah, but it's, uh, it's, I will have a loose idea. And so I'll, what I'll usually do is Saturday morning, I'll look through crazy news stories. I'll just Google search weird news stories and then I'll find one. And then I have like a little note doc in my app where, or, or in my notes app, I have a little uh, note thing. That's like, oh, here's all the voices I've done before. Here's all these characters. Here's what they're experts in or what their thing is. So which one will be right for tonight's phone call? So like last week it was 
this guy, Simon Korb, who mm-hmm. is on the um, city council for Elkhorn, Iowa, which I, doesn't even exist. It's not even a real place. But because uh, the news story was about Putin saying that Western leaders, if they took off their shirts, they would be a laughing stock. And so Simon Korb's whole thing is like, yeah, we're all going to take off our shirt. We're going to show Putin how good we look. But then you find out at the end, he just wants the female city. Ca- They're all these horrible yeah. people. Yeah. He just wants the female city council members to take off their shirts. So then Toily gets totally frustrated and screams at him and hangs up on him because there's always this weird. I try to do it anyway. This weird twist at the end where you realize, oh, this person is horrible. Yeah, and that's that's uh, that's who Toilies. And then Toilies like, why do we book these people? I don't understand. You know. Yeah, I was I was trying to look for when I uh, spoiler alert on this and uh, Numbers Ninja the the uh, my kid who did my emotes um, also has done the Toilies and I was looking at the emotes when um, you know they were working on it and I. Uh, I was trying to figure out what the the one where Toily was screaming, "Hang it up!" And yeah. then I realized last when I was listening on on or when I was watching you on Saturday, I realized, oh, that's what that one is referring to. I get it. And everyone in the chat was was posting the "hang it up" emote, so that was that was lots of fun. Um, yeah, the whole improv thing it, it 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 just it baffles me. I'm trying to do some role playing right now. And it's still, it's heavy on the improv and light on the dice rolling. And it's much more challenging than I anticipated. And I anticipated it to be challenging. But, um, yes, those emotes are adorable, definitely. Yeah, they're so good. Like, I knew when she said, okay, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to do five of them. And then I was like, one has to be hang it up. Because that, that is the one thing that has sort of emerged out of these Saturday night live streams. Um, but you know, what was interesting is I just got an email from, uh, there's, there's this couple that watches the show, Chad and Jenny, and they tune into all the Toily stuff and they are, they are so supportive of Toily and I really appreciate it. And Toily, a lot of times my frustrations will come out in Toily's voice. Uh, so it's like, I don't have to go to therapy anymore because I just <laughs> sit and talk with Toily on thing and like all his frustrations come out. And I was talking about much like I said here, it's, uh, I don't know a lot about Twitch. Twitch is a new thing that I'm exploring. And so Toily says, Toily just said something like, I don't know what this show is. I don't know what we're supposed to do. This show's a disaster. Like he's just like, he's airing all my subconscious Mm -hmm. or maybe conscious uh, things. Um, He's airing them. And uh, Chad wrote me this very nice letter that said, you know, we love the Saturday night shows because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and he goes, the other shows like your Twitch show and your YouTube show, they have these set things. Mm-hmm. And the people who watch, they watch these set things every single, you know, like they, they want fan art. They want their poems to be read. Mm-hmm. They want a burrito review. That's the Sunday stream. That's that's like the order of everything that happens. And the Saturday night, you know, he said, like, the reason we like the Saturday night is because it's not it's not fan created content. It's just you talking. And Mm -hmm. that's what we love is just that. So I was like, that's the the most wonderful letter I've ever had. And thank you. (laughs) And uh, I will now print this out and and hang it up so I don't get uh, frustrated. Um, So, uh, yeah. So anyway, so I'm still 
figuring out what it is, but I really like the, yeah, you don't know what this Saturday night show is going to be because I don't know what this Saturday night show is going to be. Mm-hmm. And we can always fall back to playing a game. Like we can all, you know, like I'll load up Kahoot or something that we can always fall back and play that if I have nothing else. But even if we're just watching the webcam commenting on like we were, we had Saturday night, it was a, a webcam from Florida and it was this sidewalk of like this bar area where all these bar and we were just counting the number of orange shirts <laughs> there were that were because all these people were wearing orange shirts like, you know, they're on vacation and then there's a woman in an orange dress and was like, what orange is this? You know, and it just became goofy like that. So. Yeah, the but I love it was fun. I will say I, I'm often I I don't know. A lot of times I don't say like, yeah, I'm really good at that. But it's like I I think I'm really decent on <laughs> puppet improv, mm-hmm. making stuff up with puppets. And like, that's my favorite thing. And I will do that as long as I possibly can until my arms fall off. I will I will always do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I, your your improv, your uh, TikToks are just really a lot. Of, for some reason, the one that stuck in my mind is the one where you were in Vegas and Toily was so proud that he got his own bathrobe because you found a toilet paper roll in like this little terry cloth bag. Yeah, that was that was beautiful. <laughs> um, so well, no, oh, go ahead. No, you, you're the guest. Well, I was just going to say, it's like, those are, yeah, it's like whenever, like I'm in this mindset now, it's like whenever I'm out and about is like, is something out here, you know, it's like if I'm, I have to go run some errands just after this, I have to go to the post office. And while I'm at the post office, I will constantly be like, okay, is there something here that will make a funny TikTok? Is there like new stamps that are coming out that Toily could make a joke about? Or is there you know, some encounter happening up at the, at the window that Toily could spin to make his own, you know, later. Um, so like that thing in Vegas was, I just walked in the bathroom. I was like, oh my gosh, they have a little bag for the spare <laughs> roll of toilet paper. I have to do something with this. And yeah. another favorite one was in January. I was, these always seem to happen in hotels. Um, but I was in uh, Philadelphia in January working on uh, some mystery science theater stuff. And the hotel room had a, they were little, it was a little suite and it had a kitchen because uh, I was there for a couple of days. And above the counter were like these three on a shelf were like these three just decorative ceramic cylinder things. But I looked at them instantly and I go, these look like toilet paper tubes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they look like rolls of toilet paper. And they're not, they're ceramic. And so before I left, I filmed a little video of Toily unwrapping another roll of toilet paper and scooting one of those things over and putting it up there. So now there's four up there and I would just love to know if they're still there. Like it's very possible that that roll of toilet paper is still there because they just, anyway, so just constantly looking for goofy things like that to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So you, we we talked a little bit earlier about, um, and we've known this for a while, just how difficult it is to create stuff online with the finickiness of the algorithms and the uh, short attention spans of your your audience. So how do you, I hate to say it like this, but I guess the words are keep it fresh. 
Well, here's the weird thing that I have found out. Um, very early on when I started doing this, I was just making random stuff. I was mm -hmm. just like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to, oh, this is funny. I'm going to do this. And I still do random stuff. But what I found out works, and this is true for TikTok. This is true for YouTube is you find your thing. You find what your thing is, your, uh, do you make educational videos? Do you make funny videos or you whatever? Or it's, and so it's sort of like poop word of the day. Poop word of the day is uh, I know that this video works. And if I post this video, I'm going to get at least 20,000 views. Um, and you so so a lot of advice that people will give is make a bunch of videos, make whatever you want. Find the one that does the best. And then keep making that video, keep making different versions of that video. Uh, so there was a guy named Unprofessional Puppets and his best performing video was he spliced someone else's video of kicking someone kicking a soccer ball, like a real person kicking a soccer ball. And then it cuts to him, uh, the puppet, about to eat a bite of cereal and the soccer ball just comes in and smashes him in the face and the cereal goes flying mm -hmm. everywhere. And that was his most popular video. And him and I were chatting and I just go, just make that video again. Just do, just find someone else kicking a football, someone else kicking a, and he did. And like, he instantly shot up a million followers, you know, thousands of views. I think he's, he's working with Facebook now in, in uh meta or like oh, whatever, wow. the, what's the metaverse or whatever. Yeah. Like he was the first puppet in the metaverse. They reached out to him to be part of that. So like, I know I have this video uh, where it's uh, Lufa, who's one of my other characters. She's I was going to be sponge. asking about Lufa. I love Lufa. Yeah. Lufa has a video series he does called Kyle, where I will take somebody else's video. And you can do this on TikTok. You duet it. Mm -hmm. Where it's somebody, um, uh, somebody either putting, there's all these videos online of like people putting things into shredders mm -hmm. or... Um, people uh, using a hydraulic press to smash something or whatever. So it'll just be Lufa duetting one of those going, hey, has anybody seen my ping pong paddles? I've left them right here. And then in the screen next to him, there's somebody dropping ping pong paddles into a shredder. And then he turns around and sees it and goes, Kyle, you got it. And then it cuts right there mid scream. And people like I just know I go, if I put up one of these videos, it's going to get 50 to 100,000 views. But then it becomes, okay, what am I going to do this for the rest of my life? And yeah. I know Poop Word of the Day is kind of like that. <laughs> poop mm -hmm. Word of the Day is really much like that. It's like, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? Oh, no, I'm just doing it for right now because I will still sprinkle in other videos in between. Um, it's just that these Poop Word of the Days are, uh, I don't know what you, what, low effort content because mm -hmm. I can film 25 of them I can send them to my editor. My editor will edit them and then I can just post one a day. So it's, it's, it's great. But I know eventually people will get tired of poop word of the day and they'll move on to something else. But for right now it's working. I remember um, back in God, I guess the nineties, um, Evan Dorkin had a comic book series called milk and cheese. And it was a one joke comic book series. They were dairy products gone bad, which meant that they, there's a wedge of cheese and a carton of milk that were past their expiration dates and they were running around doing gratuitous violence and lots of swearing and lots of drinking. And it was like that one joke and 
just he kept doing it and that was his most popular content and i think he began to resent it <laughs> because you know it really it it is one joke that he he would have milk and cheese reacting to something else different or in a different place um and it was really funny and i've actually um i love milk and cheese don't get me wrong i've actually i was actually explaining lufa to somebody using the milk and cheese reference i'm like it's it's a, a a pretty standard it's it's a joke that he uses over and over again but it's funny every time so that's that's got that's one of those things it's like the paperclip it's like you look at it and you think oh that looks easy but no no it's not actually easy to to do to, and and pull it off and your timing well, is told- good in that as well cuz Kyle always get or or Luffy always gets cut off you know mid scream and you know yeah well i told i told i was talking to my wife and i said well i mean i know these kyle videos do well so i could just do kyle videos for the rest of forever but it's gonna get boring Mm -hmm. and then other videos that do well is i have a toily i have two toily puppets uh and one is just the cardboard tube with the eyes on it so it's like he's lost all his paper and so Another video that does well always is if Toily gets scared yeah. or something happens, he gets hit or something, and then he comes back up and he's naked um, or, or, you know, quote unquote naked. Um, so those do well. And then the poop words of the days do well. So now I have these three or four types of videos where I know they'll do well. So if I get tired of one, I can just bop back to the other. I can do this, you know, or I can just you know, film something completely different too. Um, you know, uh, it, it's, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I kind of see like these, I kind of see TikTok and Twitch now. My view on them, or not uh, Twitch, sorry, Instagram. My view on them has kind of changed. Whereas I was like, oh, this is where I'm going to create all my content. It's like, well, this is where I create content for people to find Toily. And then I'll have other stuff that they can, you know, these live streams that they can tune into mm-hmm. or, you know, um, uh, his album or whatever it is. Uh, this is just it's this is how they can find him. Um, but, yeah. Do you have uh, future plans that you can talk about? I know if you're dealing with in, if you're actually in talks with anybody, then you probably can't talk about it. But yeah, I'm not in talks with <laughs> I'm not in talks with anybody. Um, I did. uh um, you know, these kind of fun opportunities arrive, uh, mm-hmm. these like kind of pop up, but it's like, I just recently did a brand deal for the new Diablo Diablo game. Oh, that's right. Uh, Congratulations. So they wanted, thank you. Yeah, that was, that was great. But it was also one of those things where they said, how much would it cost to do a video? And I was like, Ooh, I know they'll have money. So I'm going to say this amount. And as soon as I said it, they instantly agreed. And I was like, oh, I should have asked for more <laughs> yeah. because there was no negotiation. They were just like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. Um, uh, and uh, so but, much money. Yeah. So then the the what do you call it? Uh, a little uh, not a little league. Oh, my God. I apologize. A minor league um, baseball team was having a toilet paper night and they reached out and they said, can Toily sing? Uh, take me out to the ball game for the seventh inning stretch. I was really hoping you weren't going to sing the national anthem. <laughs> no. Oh, he would have loved to do that. Uh, <laughs> it would have been uh, uh, horrible. But, yes. Um, but anyway, like, you know, like they loved it. They thought it was great. Um, I would, you know, uh, yeah, there's no there's no plan. So I'm just kind of enjoying these little things that come up. 
Uh, I am going in two weeks to record a new Christmas album for Toily because he has one Christmas album, so he's going to do a second one. I don't think um, I knew he had a Christmas album. Yeah, it's called uh, A Very Toily Christmas. It's available on all your major things. It is not uh, family-friendly. I mean, it depends on your family, I guess. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, it's it, there's some explicit lyrics on there. Um, and so we're recording another one in a couple weeks. And I do, uh, I have a pitch I wrote and it's on my to-do list to, I sent it to a bunch of friends. They all gave notes to go back in and, and kind of revise it and trim it up a little bit. And so my goal is hopefully by the fall to at least be showing that to some people. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought like, um, you know, like, Hey, one of the toilet paper brands is going to jump on jump on toily um and what i have found is uh they don't want to <laughs> and um i get a lot of like kind of requests for uh for other products i don't, don't want to mention any names but like for some sort of like uh w i don't want to say wet wipes but like oh there's these wipes that sell or like there was this this person who was selling they look like little Alka-Seltzer tablets, but then when you put them in water, they're actually a compressed wash rag or like little rag okay. so that if you're somewhere where there's no toilet paper and you need something, you can get this thing wet. You can put a couple of these in your pocket or your purse or whatever, or your backpack, whatever. And then you also have, you all of a sudden have something to wipe with. But a lot of these people are, or a lot of these companies are like, um, yeah, we'd love to work with you. I'm like, okay, well, here's Toilet's prices. And they're like, oh, well, we were thinking we would just send you some of the product. And it's like, well, thank you, but I don't, you know, I don't need, you know, like the guy with the little things sent me like a thousand of these little things. And it's like, well, great. Now I have a thousand of these, you know? Um, and, oh, no. and, and that guy was like, well, we'll give you a commission. We'll give you 10% of every order that you make. And I go, my audience is kids. They're not going to be ordering yeah. these these uh things you know from the anyway um so yeah i mean i'm just right now between cameo and youtube adsense and super chats and twitch i got my first hundred dollar payment from twitch which oh, was very congrats. cool and uh i am in the TikTok creator fund um which if you have a video that does well can pay you well um but uh, you, like you can get if you have a video that does and I'm totally open about all this. I, I talk about all this all the time. But if you have a video that gets a million views in one day um, in 24 hours, that can be about 80 bucks. So if you have several videos over a course of a day that I'll do. So like you think about Charlie D'Amelio, who's like one of the most popular people on TikTok. Mm -hmm. All of her videos instantly do a million dollars or, you know, do like. 10, 10 million views, you know, uh, they, they, they do crazy. So to be able to just put out a couple videos a day and make 80 bucks for a five second video, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's, and I'm not saying she doesn't work hard at all. No, 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 all, no. It's, it's I really get, hard to, to do short content because yeah. you don't have a lot of time to make mistakes. You know, when it's, we've always, uh, talked about how much harder it is. I mean, granted, it takes more work to write a novel, but you've got room to make mistakes. Whereas when you're writing a hundred word story or a flash fiction story at a thousand words, you you have to hit every sentence just right. 
because you don't have any room. So I'm that I think that's one of the reasons why I've been afraid of TikTok because I just turned on Twitch and I just kind of well, you saw me when we started. <laughs> it wasn't the it wasn't the smoothest start ever. But um so you were you were going to talk about how how do you go from uh you know, like I'm super com- comfortable on Twitter. I think Facebook is the devil, so I'm not on there. Um I put automatic videos on YouTube that get very few views. So if I am going to take my creativity and put it to a different um, platform beyond what you already said about make a whole bunch of videos where, what, what do you, what do you start? What do you, what should you be afraid of and what shouldn't you be afraid of? Well, I don't think you should be afraid of anything. Um, you are going to have, this goes for everybody. And I've, I've, I've been in meetings with other TikTok creators and I've been in meetings with TikTok itself. You're going to have a video that you love that you think is the best thing in the entire world. And it's going to get super low views. And then you're going to have a video that you put absolutely no thought into. It's a one-off joke. And that one gets a million views. So that's like just going in, just know that, um, create content you enjoy creating. Um, that's the thing. Uh, I would say it's it's important to keep up on what the trends are on TikTok. So um, uh, the Lizzo song about damn time that became huge on TikTok. That was just a ginormous song on TikTok. And so I was like, okay, well, Toily has got to do something about this Lizzo song because it is so popular. He's got to do something. And then... Um, also, it it also helped that I noticed that Lizzo was commenting on a lot of the videos that did well. Oh, um, you know, and then that was kind of spurring those videos on as well. So I just did a thing because I love that song I, about damn time. I think it, I think it's a. I don't know much about Lizzo, but I heard that song and I was like, oh, my God, this is an amazing song. This is fantastic. And it's kind of a little bit of an earworm where I would find myself. Uh, you know, not listening to it, just kind of humming it to myself going. And I don't think I think Suzanne and I listened to it once, but we were both doing that. And I go, okay, I got to do a thing of Toily just saying me when, you know, just like a little thing that says me when there's absolutely no music playing and it's just him doing something. And he's like, and he's just kind of like mumbling the words. And that video totally took off. Lizzo commented on it. Oh, wow. Um, so 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 knowing what those trends are and unfortunately whatever your feeling on TikTok is the way to find out those trends is you have to scroll through TikTok uh and yeah it can be the algorithm or what they show you on your for you page has gotten better when it first started it was just everything and there were some things where it was just like okay this is like a 18 year old girl doing a dance and like i don't need to see this i am a 40 something year old man like this is not this is not you know she's dancing to some song i don't know i don't do dances toily has little spindly arms that can't dance so the dancing isn't my thing um but in the beginning i would scroll through and this was the this was the formula i used and i've heard this for someone else if you see three videos as you're scrolling that are doing the 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 same using the same sound doing the same format because there'll be these trends uh i'm trying to think of one but there'll be these these different 
trends where it's like, oh, say, you know, three things that annoy you. I don't know. I'm just making this up. Mm -hmm. But and you see three different videos of three people doing the three things that annoy you trend. Write that down. Bookmark one of those videos. Okay, so you have to do your version of that. And um, sometimes there there are things that can be, you know, there's a lot of people who are are marketing on Twitch and who are, you know, uh, every brand is now or not on Twitch. I keep saying Twitch on TikTok. Uh, every brand is now on TikTok. They're all making things. And so like when About Damn Time was popular, there were, you know, I saw one brand post a video where they were doing the dance. But the, it said, like, when you are a brand and you can't use the official music because that would be like it's a brand. Deal, oh, wow. Right. Yeah. So it's like you have to use generic music. So it was just them doing the about damn time dance to this generic song. Mm -hmm. But that got a lot of views because everyone was like, oh, that's funny because they can't use the actual song. Right. You know? um, so. It's finding ways that you can use those trends. So very early on, one of the ways that Toily got big was I would just do his version of the trend, which is mm -hmm. whatever the trend. Like there was this song. I don't know who sings this song and I apologize, but there was a song and it's this guy singing. He goes, you look so amazing in that sundress. I wonder what you'd look like if you undress. And so everybody who was doing this thing was like, was like, when he says the first line, you look so amazing in the sundress, they're like, oh, thank you. Stop. You know, but then when he sings the second line, they're like, oh, how dare you? And like pretending to slap the camera and mm -hmm. all this stuff. Well, Toily's version was, you know, uh, I wonder what you look like when you're undressing. Undress. Oh, OK. And then he left and came back in just the tube. Right. With the, like he was doing like a strip tease, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that got that got like a, that was one of my first big videos mm -hmm. because. It was playing on the trend that everybody knew, but it was Toily's take on the trend that everybody that everybody knew. So um, that's that's what you got to do is unfortunately uh, or unfortunately, you have to spend a certain amount of time a week scrolling through TikTok to write down your ideas. Yeah. And, as, um, as I've gotten older and Weird Al Yankovic has has remained hip with the times. Uh, I've always wondered, like, what it's like for him at his age to be listening to the hot new music to parody when, I don't know, maybe as a musician, he's more into the the stuff on the radio now, but I can't imagine just because, you know, your your tastes change normally, but he has to, he can't still be, you know, parodying the Rolling Stones or whatever. He has to choose the hot new music today to stay relevant yeah. himself. I just, I'm tired of looking at prank videos of old people. That just, that, that makes me so sad <laughs> when people just yeah. you know, prank their, their grandparents or whatever. It's just, yeah. I, I will say TikTok, as I said, TikTok got, I used to, the first like couple weeks I was on TikTok and I'd be scrolling through, I would get a headache because I was just like, this is all so much. And yeah. like all the, like, I don't get this, some of this stuff and whatever. And TikTok, as I said, their algorithm or whatever has gotten better where it's like, okay, now they show me stuff. They can show me the trends, but it's not, um, you know, uh, it, it's not super, um, you know, things that I think like, oh, I don't get this. Um, I do think it's very funny because uh, people always joke that whatever's popular on TikTok 
uh, three weeks later will be popular on Instagram. And I have seen that happen. And wow. so that that is kind of interesting where it's like the hot thing on TikTok uh, a week later uh, or, you know, three weeks later will be the hot thing on Instagram. So what happens um, if you take it from you do your TikTok content and you put it on Instagram too early? Does it just fall flat? Well, I mean, that the first video on Instagram, the first poop word of the day video that went viral for me on Instagram. I had posted like a week and a half before. Mm hmm. So it could just be that one, that one hit or or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, I don't think so. I think there's this weird, they all work differently. All these uh, apps and social medias work differently. And, um, the only thing, yeah, I mean, I, I think I said, I don't know if, if we had started yet or not, but like the thing that I noticed that the apps are prior prioritizing now is content that is filmed in their app um, because a lot of people were just taking their TikToks and uploading them to Instagram mm -hmm. and um, with the watermark and everything. And now Instagram has said like, yeah, if it's got a, if it's got a TikTok watermark on it, we're not going to say you can't post it, but we're just not going to push it as much as we'll push other videos that don't have a TikTok watermark. Because right. why would we publicize another so same thing with uploading TikToks to YouTube as well, because YouTube Shorts is now a thing. Right. Um, so I always tell everybody, I go, take your watermark off, because if you want the best chance for your video, don't post it with a watermark. Okay. Um, yeah. So. That's awesome. The other very weird thing to get over is that with all these apps, vertical video is the thing. I want horizontal video. <laughs> But vertical video is the way. And like I was actually in a meeting talking about live streaming on TikTok. And I said, uh, yeah, you guys got to do better with allowing people to rotate their phones. And the guy was like, nobody rotates their phones. Nobody, nobody, nobody watches videos that way. And I go, well, I do. Yeah. And he goes, you're, he goes, you're in a very small minority. All of our studies show that people do not rotate their phones. Yeah, I bet by people, I think I think he's thinking demographic, not people. Yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, that's just but it was just like, wow, OK, well, all right. Um, yeah. So and and the other frustrating thing with creating content for these apps is they change things. They don't tell you they're going to change. things. Yeah. And. So for live streaming on TikTok. I, I get I, I stream from my desktop because you can do that now onto TikTok so I can put graphics or put, you know, whatever I want to do on the thing. So I made out a great uh, vertical uh, layout where it's toily and then it's like whatever he's looking at is in the middle and then the bottom's just kind of like this curtain because that's where the chat is. And then TikTok overlays all these other things that they don't tell you they're going to overlay. Oh, no. So like if it's Toily and his friend John and they're chatting, all of a sudden John's got a thing across his face <laughs> because they don't tell you that these other things, that they're going to put these other layout things on there, you know? So I was just like, after, after I worked so hard to get it perfectly vertical, like the layout just right, and then the, after the first stream where they just pasted all this stuff all over our faces, I was like, I'm going back to I'm I'm going to do it horizontal. I don't care. Like if people don't rotate their phone, that's fine. They don't rotate their phone. Yeah. But I know if I do it this way, things won't cover our faces. Mm -hmm. So. That's the other thing I found out about all of this is 
there's this whole other side and like people, you know, make fun of celebrities or influencers Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think, I don't know. I, you know, I I think Toily pokes fun. I mean, he's a, he's an influencer that's a talking roll of toilet paper. So that's kind of poking fun in his own way. Mm -hmm. But there are days where I just get so frustrated because one of the apps has made some little change and it has now spun everything. Like, you know, I, I told you this before we started, it was when I started the poop word of the day on, um, TikTok, because that's the first place I posted it every day. I was getting 500,000 to a million views Wow! every single day. Yeah. Like I could count on it. And then sometimes I would get 6 million views. Sometimes I would get 2 million. Sometimes I would just get 500,000. And then it really was like someone flipped a switch. And I've never, I always heard these conspiracy stories about TikTok and I never believed them until this happened. Yeah. And it was just like, Somebody flipped a switch and all of a sudden I could only get 20,000 views. Now, this sounds like so horrible because I feel like I'm saying like, I only got 20,000 views and there's people who get a thousand views or people who get 500 views. I get it. Say it in percentages. Oh, that's what I should do. Yeah. (laughs) You just, you just lost like, I can't do math in my head. There's 90, 90% or something. Right. And it was, but it was just like this drastic thing where it's like something did happen. And we, I will be in these meetings with TikTok and meetings with YouTube and people will bring this up and they're like, well, we never, we never, uh, and I'm not saying they're lying. I think, I think the person we're talking to, that's what they say mm-hmm. is that we've never, we never punish, you know, we never, cause people were talking about being shadow banned because mm-hmm. their, their videos weren't getting views. And I believe that they don't shadow ban people. I just think, but I think that they just decide like, okay, this content has gone out far enough and we're going to, we're just going to not push it. And this could have been a thing where it's like, oh, wait, all this content that is getting this number of views wasn't done in our app. So we're not going to push this anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And... So anyway, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so on those days, like I'll just be pulling my hair. Like when that happened, I was just like, I don't get it. Like I'm, I, I just don't, I, I've worked and I think I found something that works and it doesn't work, you know? Um, and, but then like a week later, it picked up on Instagram and I probably would have stopped doing the word of the day if I hadn't started putting them, posting them on Instagram and they took off on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I, I, uh, it's, but there's, there are these days where it's just like, this is really frustrating. This is, you know, when you finally think you've got it nailed down and they're like, nope. Yeah. A we're, lot we're of, totally uh, going to change everything. A lot of self publishers deal with this on, uh, mostly Amazon is, you know, you could be huge sales in one month and then just they completely drop off or they, they change what, a reading what 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 counts as reading a book because they they thought it was getting to the last page and so people were putting links on the front page to get to the last page and then suddenly the book was finished and they got a lot of money so um a lot of ways to game the system that way but and so you know it felt like Amazon was running behind trying to stop people from gaming the system but with it it doesn't sound like you can really game the system with with you know, the video platforms. So yeah, that does not well, sound you, 
organic. There are way. Well, yeah. I mean, there's just. I mean, we can we can get so far in the weeds talking about this because yeah. it's been my life for the past two years. But like on live streams, like much like here on Twitch, uh, people can give you gifts. They're called gifts on TikTok. And so for the longest time, they told us you can't gift bait people. You can't say, oh, everybody who sends me a gift, I'm going to follow you back. And if you oh. send me this level or above type of gift, I'll follow you or this level. Like you can't. It's called gift baiting. So um uh, like I had a thing, I had a thing that was up behind Toily. Uh, we have these kind of like fan art walls type things. And it was just people's usernames. And it was, and people will have dry erase boards and they'll write people, you know, people do that here on Twitch too, mm -hmm. where they'll write, you know, oh, somebody so just gave 500 bits. I'm going to write their name up on this, on this wall, you know. Um, but our thing, this, this wall was people who come to the chat regularly. So it's like I do these like every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday or wh whatever it is. And these are the people who show up all the time. So I'm going to put their names up on this wall. Well, right in the middle of all this gift baiting thing, I got my live stream banned because TikTok said I was gift baiting by putting people's names up on the wall. And I was like, but I wasn't gift baiting. These are people who regularly come to the stream. Yeah. Have some of them given gifts? Sure. But have all of them? No. These are just people who I enjoy talking to during the live streams well then they now have this new thing where it's like oh you can use gifts to affect your stream so you can use these gifts to affect your live stream so all these people are doing these elaborate things where it's like oh if it's kind of like channel points mm -hmm. uh here on twitch where it's like oh if you um if you give me a, a rose, whatever the gift is, you know, if you give me a, they have, I'll have these stupid names, these gifts. But if you give me the fancy car gift, then I have to talk in an English accent for mm -hmm. uh, the next five minutes. Yeah, I know a lot and it's of like, Twitch well, streamers should do that. Yeah, but isn't this gift baiting? Isn't yeah. this what you're, you're, well, no, because it affects the stream. So it's different. And it's just like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. All right. But I, I just had this feeling that if Toily tried something like that, they would go, oh, no, that's gift baiting. That's sorry. You can't. They kept saying. They kept saying you. Uh, uh, Toily was inauthentic. He got a, a couple streams banned for being inauthentic. Inauthentic? Like, He's a puppet roll of toilet paper. He's not real. Like, <laughs> what are you saying? Inauthentic. Like, yeah, it's not me. It's a puppet roll of toilet paper. Um, I don't believe yeah. the puppet so roll of toilet paper is really appreciating that sports drink it's drinking. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's inauthentic. Wow. Dang. So it's frustrating. It's a lot of fun, but it is frustrating. And um, But I was very grateful that it happened because during the pandemic year, uh, as a puppeteer who works on television and film, there was mm -hmm. no television and film to go work on. Yeah. And... I was able to I was able to make money from home during the pandemic and uh, in a creative way, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I had a lot of fun doing it and I'm still doing it and it is a lot of fun. And um, so I am very grateful. I mean, you know, just this morning I did two. I did a cameo and then I just have I have my own Toily has his own little store where people can buy custom videos. But I do like three or four of those a week. 
and it's just a little extra income where it's totally getting to do a little crazy shout out or give some message to somebody or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then somebody contacts you and says, would you like to sing, take me out to the ball game (laughs) at a baseball game? So it's, it's very fun. It's very fun. And being a puppeteer in Hollywood is a lot like being an actor in Hollywood where you don't work all the time. And there could be a month, two months, three months, four months, five months, where or longer, where you don't work. Yeah. And uh, this is a fun way to get your stuff out there. And I've definitely had people go, I had a, I didn't know this existed. There are now studios for social media content. So like a Hollywood studio, it's like, oh, we're looking for pictures to produce. No, there's now these studios that are like, yeah, we're looking for short form content that we can produce. And this guy, I had a meeting with this guy just last week and he was just like, Toily's great. We don't want Toily. What other ideas do you have? And I was like, wow. Oh, okay. This is really interesting Um, that, you know, and I was like, well, I'll tell you some ideas and we want to work together. You know, we can, we can totally do this. And, you know, he's just like, yeah, we just want a puppet. We want a puppet. We would think a puppet is great. And what you do with your puppet is fantastic. And we don't necessarily want yours, but we want, do you have other ideas? And be like, yeah, I'll come up with other ideas for you. And if you're a studio that wants to produce them, even better. Yeah, definitely. Well, I have kept a lot of your time, Grant. Um, Thank you so much for being on Ditch Diggers and talking about this various ways that uh, creative people can attempt to ride the, the wild pony that is all these different social media platforms and um, that are terrifying to me, but, um, you know, check out, it's the Toily pretty much everywhere, right? Yes. Yes. It's the Toily everywhere, except for on YouTube. Um, it is Toily tea paper. And it was one of those right. things where it's like, I can't change this now. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can find it on there. And the other thing, the other thing I'll say, and this is good. I think good advice for everybody Please. is uh, do not put, all your stuff into one of the apps because these apps could disappear. And I mean, they were talking last week that the whoever was the FCC or whoever was was saying, yeah, Apple, Google, you got to remove TikTok because it's horrible. Um, so they, it breaks a lot of rules. I don't understand how yeah. it gets away because it's like with Twitch, if you have a game that has licensed a song, but you're streaming the game. Twitch can ding you for playing a copyrighted song on your stream by streaming the game that's already paid for the cop. It just, it's a big mess. And then I see TikTok and everything they do and, you know, taking comedians bits and lip syncing them. I don't understand how comedians don't get really mad at that. Or maybe they do, but, um, I don't think so. I think, I think because I mean, everybody look at this Lizzo song. Lizzo got that song went, I, I'm sure it went to number one, that about damn time song went to number one because uh, because people were using it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I do see because uh, TikTok started as Musical.ly and the whole purpose of Musical.ly was lip syncing and doing dances to popular music. Oh, sure. But and they're paid about for the comedians. license. Right. But I yeah. think I mean, if you're if you're a comedian and you have a bit do really, really well. Uh, like Randy Feltface, who is a comedian, he's a puppet, but he's a he's a comedian. He puts up stuff there all the time and it gets millions of views. And I think and then people can use that audio 
to to do their own videos and people use Toilies audio all the time to do their own videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I see it as publicity. That's the one thing I do. I do think TikTok is good in that. You know, if you all of a sudden have a sound, that's a trend, you're a comedian and you have now if somebody is if I'm just reciting somebody's bit as my own yeah then yeah that is stealing but if you're lip syncing to a mitch hedberg piece or uh you know i don't i'm i'm so behind on who current uh, bo burnham bo burnham super popular uh if somebody is lip syncing to one of his things i'm sure he loves that because his song is registered and he will get some sort of monetary compensation for that so okay. interesting well, Grant, I thank you. Hopefully it won't be a number of years before I have you on one of the shows again, because it's been a long time. But um, <laughs> I hope everybody goes and checks out uh, the Toily on your uh, social media of, or video social media of choice. Um, highly recommended. It. It's very funny. And Grant, you're one of the most creative people I know, and I'm very grateful to have you uh, give me your time. Thank you. Likewise, Mer. Always a pleasure. Released under Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License. Our music is from Devo Spice, devospice.com. Ditch Diggers! This is a free show that is funded by our patrons. You can help out at patreon.com slash mightymurr.